everybody hold on now. You don't really have to make the beds. If nobody's coming over to your house and you've got lots and lots that must get done that day, you really don't have to make the beds. You don't necessarily have to be using regular dishes. Maybe just for a short period, you use paper goods so that you don't have to be washing dishes so much. In other words, allow yourself to cut some corners if your time is short. The holidays are here, which means regular schedules are out the window. How can you and your spouse thrive through this time and have a happy holiday season? Dr. Karen Sherman weighs in. Stay tuned. We launched the Hitched Wine Club to be a recurring reminder for couples to sit down and have a conversation, sometimes for date night and sometimes because we're all so busy that we forget to connect with each other. Just the anticipation you feel when an email alerts you that your next shipment will be on your doorstep soon provides a boost of excitement. Now, more than ever, we need to have meaningful, thoughtful conversations, and opening one of our wines provides the perfect catalyst and excuse to open up. With the holiday season here, the Hitched Wine Club also makes a great gift. We have a few different levels for all price points. Go to hitchedmag.com and click the Wine Club link on our homepage to learn more. That's hitchedmag.com. Cheers! Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com. I am joined once again by the fabulous Dr. Karen Sherman. Hi, Karen. Hi, Steve. You always make me feel so good. Thank you. My pleasure. Uh, I want to start off today by letting people know that you have a little bit of a, a cough and sniffle, I believe. I do, and I don't. I sound funny, right? <laughs> uh, well, no, you sound great, but uh, I just want to let people know that um, if, if you do have those little sniffles, um, that is why. Uh, so okay. hopefully that Thank doesn't you. turn them off. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, so we, the holiday season is upon us. Uh, and a lot of crazy things are going to happen for people. Um, a lot of hopefully really great things will happen for people. Uh, but I wanted to spend a couple minutes today and talk about, um, how we can help them maintain their sanity. So we're going to offer five holiday sanity tips. Um, so, I mean, we, we're, we're kind of winging this one, Karen, and we know the topics have, I mean, we could go in all sorts of directions. We have family visits. We have travel. We have kid activities and projects for school. We have inclement weather. Um, so I guess I want to just ask you first, you know, give shoot, shoot a tip at us. Like what is one thing that – and I would like to kind of focus this on um, the angle of helping couples not get at each other's throats during this time of year. So yeah. – yeah, give give us a tip on how how couples can prevent that. And I think it's accurate that you say that because when we're stressed, um, many of us are able to hold it together on the outside, and then we take it out on our mates. So um, I think that this is a good topic for us to be talking about at this point. So the first thing to do, um, I think, is to know, um, you know, stress is 
in large part brought on by uh, feeling out of control and feeling like things are unpredictable. So I think if you go in with an attitude of knowing that this is going to be a difficult time, um, that there's going to be extra responsibilities, that there's going to be um, playing beat the clock at various times, so to speak, that there's going to be a lot more to do during this period because you've got your regular chores and then, you know, these additional chores <clears throat> that you'll be able to handle things better with a proper mindset. So that's the overview. And then I can talk to you now about some specific tips. But again, I think going in with a proper attitude is going to really make things a lot better. So, I mean, really, before we get into the specific tip, it's 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 essentially just acknowledging that this is not a normal time of year with a normal schedule. Correct. That you're going to be stretched thin a little bit. Exactly. Okay. So with that concept of being stretched thin, I think it's important to ask for help. A lot of people feel like, you know, no, I've got to do everything by myself. Um, this is, you know, my job, and that's ridiculous. So um, ask for help. Um, don't take the attitude of, you know, well, if people were going to help, you know, help me, they would come to me. A lot of people don't realize that you need help. So ask for the help or even delegate responsibilities. Um, if you've got kids, you can even get the kids to pitch in on things. Um, they can be wrapping small presents. They can be um, helping cut up things for, you know, cookies and things like that. There's lots of different things that um, the whole family can get involved in. And certainly, um, even though, you know, your mates may not do things exactly like you, you can still delegate it, be very specific about the way you'd like things done. Mm -hmm. So get the help that you need. So you know, that that, it's not all on you. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. As you were talking about this, I recall a, and a, this is either a podcast or it's an article on our website, so search both sections. Uh, but we have a really great breakdown of martyrdom mm. and how it's not a good thing. <laughs> yeah. And I know you, as you were talking about, um, you know, asking for help, a lot of people like to play that martyr role. And in in either the article or podcast, there was a really terrific quote, um, which goes something along the lines of the thing about martyrdom is that they always end up on the cross. <laughs> So while you're trying to do these really noble things, um, it, it's not going to work out in the end. Right. So right. just ask for help. Don't make it more difficult than it needs to be. Right. Okay. The next one is that stress has a cumulative effect. In other words, um, you just keep adding on, adding on, adding on, and then it's eventually the straw that broke the camel's back. So if we know that we're coming into a stressful time of year, this is not the time to add on um, a new job or um, taking on additional responsibilities uh, that maybe could be put off until after the first of the year. Because if you're already being stressed with extra dinners or extra visits or extra uh, gift buying or things like that, this is not the time to start something that doesn't have to be started because that then just becomes an additional burden. So put off anything else that does not have to be done immediately. Uh, that's a great tip because I think you're right. Um, people will add those extra things. Or, or And I think the other thing is people will try to do too much. Oh, absolutely. You know, so that it's – it's, you have family coming into town and then you also want to cook dinner for your friends and you want to make these special gifts and you just 
add one too many things onto the plate and rather than enjoying all these things that you're doing, they now become a burden that you have to get done. Right, right. Okay. So that segues us into the next thing. And this is going to be difficult for some people listening because they are very organized and very regimented in liking to keep things being done in a very nice, um, orderly fashion. Let go of things that aren't necessary. So for instance, if you've got a really busy day ahead of you, everybody hold on now, (laughs) you don't really have to make the beds. If nobody's coming over to your house and you've got lots and lots that must get done that day, you really don't have to make the beds. You don't necessarily have to be using regular dishes. Maybe just for a short period, you use paper goods so that you don't have to be washing dishes so much. In other words, allow yourself to cut some corners if your time is short and it's a way for you not to, again, have lots and lots of additional burdens on you. I know that this is going to make some people uncomfortable, but it doesn't make you a bad person because in the end, if you're going to be more relaxed, number one, your family, your mate, your family is going to like you better rather than somebody who's got, you know, serving lovely meals on beautiful dishes with their beds all made and being a drill sergeant or grouchy or whatever else. I hope uh, I hope my mom's listening because you just <laughs> gave me permission not to make my bed. <laughs> <laughs> but only when you're very stressed. <laughs> oh, I feel I feel the stress coming on right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, there is going to be stress that's going to come out. And so you know, who do we, we started this podcast by talking about it's probably going to be expressed to your mate. Mm -hmm. So if your mate comes home and they're all stressed out and they're griping and they're complaining and everything, you know, probably you don't want to listen to it. I mean, who wants to hear negativity? But what will help them the most is if you validate them. Mm. You're right. There are a lot of crazy drivers during this holiday season. I can only imagine how the lines must have been like insane at that store. And, you know, why doesn't the, you know, store organize things better? So rather than ignore it or rather than say, you know, well, why'd you go at that hour or whatever else? Just say, just validate it. Yeah, I know. It must have been a horrible experience. You must be exhausted. That will at least make your mate feel like, okay, you get it, you understand, and they will feel a lot calmer and very appreciative. I think that's a, a really good good one because you're right. A lot of people will um, start attacking their spouse right then and there about why didn't you – why did you wait until Saturday afternoon right mm-hmm. before you know the holiday to go shopping um, as opposed to uh, – the validation that you talked about. Um, and I think that's the other thing too, is if you take, I guess this is a key. If you validate your spouse and it, and it calms them down, it will be a more pleasant environment to be around later on. Absolutely. As opposed to if you, if you try to pick holes in whatever decision that they made, uh, they will then be angry or upset or not pleasant to be around and that's going to just uh contaminate the entire environment from that point forward sure and, and that's and that's, yeah right. and that's not good nobody wants that right 
Okay. Now, I know that we've been talking about you're busy, busy, busy. And of course, who has five minutes to relax? But truly, if you take five minutes, just five minutes, it is amazing how that short period of time can allow you to regroup, to allow you to calm down, and then really get back on task and feel so much more enervated and so much more like, okay, it's good. So it's, it's similar to the concept that I think a lot of people are accustomed to hearing, that young mothers need to have some time to themselves and it's not taking away from the baby because if they don't have some time to themselves, then they don't have the continued energy that they need to be a good mom. Mm -hmm. Well, in the same way, five minutes. But in that five minutes, it's got to be a mindful relaxation. In other words, where you're not sitting there like, you know, pumping your foot and writing a list of what I have to do next and worrying and everything. Mm. Really allow yourself to relax, whether you sit and have a cup of coffee or tea, whether you're doing some meditation for five minutes, whether you're listening to some nice music. Give yourself five minutes because that is going to um, make you feel more relaxed, more calm, and able to get back to doing what you needed to do. So in the same way that uh, earlier we talked about giving yourself permission to take shortcuts by not Mm -hmm. making the bed or serving on paper plates, you are giving yourself permission to relax and take five minutes without stressing about your gigantic to-do list. That's correct. And it it will calm your body down, which then will be the antithesis of those stress hormones pumping, which will then end up having you react very negatively when something additional um, stressful occurs. Mm -hmm. So you're really doing something that is having benefit to yourself um, to be able to handle stress as it comes. It's it's like um, making an investment or a deposit yes. that you can withdraw from later. Nicely stated. Yeah, yes. and I think the same thing happens with sleep. You know, like a lot of people think like, oh, who has time to sleep? I have so much stuff to do. But study after study shows that if you are sleep deprived, that you actually perform worse uh, and it takes you longer to do certain tasks than if you had just slept (laughs) right and so the same way here if you take five minutes you might feel like you're wasting time but in fact you will handle things much better by being in a more relaxed state when you're confronted with these adverse situations exactly exactly and you can actually enjoy the holidays (laughs) that sounds crazy (laughs) actually i love the holidays so I'm, I'm, I'm always Actually, pumped. Actually, I used to love the stress of the holidays. I love going out into the crowds and having all the craziness of it. To me, it's, it's exciting, you know, which has a lot to do with the mindset that you have, the way you frame it out. I think it's great to be standing on the lines and talking to people and everything. But, you know, it, it's the way that I go about it. Um you know, for most people, it's really, really annoying. To me, I think about it, well, you know, this is an opportunity to just, you know, be out and listening to everybody and the energy and everything. Um, uh, uh, On that point, if you, uh, so one of my, one of my favorite memories that I have of the holiday season when I was a little kid was, uh, is, uh, 
so I have three brothers, two brothers, I'm sorry, uh, two brothers. Um, and so my parents would split us up during, uh, Christmas time. And so we would each go shopping for each other and each separate parent. And one of my favorite memories was going out with my dad and the weekend before Christmas, when it was just insane, uh, we would pretty much have our shopping done and we would go to like the mall and get like an orange Julius and just sit uh, in like a very common mm. area and people watch and watch uh-huh. people spr- – like to your point, like just watch people sprinting around and hectically and um, you know, some people weren't that way. But just watching it unfold, the entire you uh-huh. know, act, you know, the whole f- thing about it was, I, I just, I just love that part of it too. Yeah, so when you energy. brought, yeah. yeah, the energy of it. And so when you brought that up, I, that totally just took me back. So anyway. Yes. Again, it's, a, it's a lot about the way you think about things. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I want to recap really quick and I do like that this is kind of a shorter one than normal. Uh, just by a couple minutes and because we, we all have lots of stuff to do but you know you can listen to this podcast this one and past ones or future ones while you're shopping so hopefully you take that little tip uh, but to recap we have you know don't be afraid to ask for help particularly when you're stretched thin um, put things off that don't need to be done um, uh, and don't make big changes uh, and take on major tasks if they don't have to be done right now uh, let go of things that aren't let go of things that aren't necessary at the moment. So you take shortcuts if possible, um, and where appropriate. Um, so you know, shower if you have guests coming over. Don't skip things like that. But you, if you can close a door and not make your bed, that's fine. Um, validate the stress that your partner feels, and uh, take some time for yourself—a couple minutes to relax and recharge those batteries. Excellent. You do a very nice recap, Steve. <laughs> I and I I do try to take notes. Uh, it's a little journalistic habit of mine, or student habit, who knows? But um, I hope this helps. If you guys have tips, um, leave leave some comments on uh, the social platforms. You know, send a, send one of your tips on how you survive the holidays on uh, Twitter or Facebook page, uh, so that we can uh, retweet it or share it with with the other people who follow us. Because, uh, you know, we're all in this together. And wouldn't it be great if when you bump into people at the local mall or whatever, they aren't stressed out as well? And we can help you know, facilitate that. So uh, thank you so much for your time, Karen. It was a pleasure. I know you weren't feeling 100%, but, um, you know, you, you did it today. So thank you so much. Thank you, Steve. Uh, I want to remind everybody that you have been listening to Dr. Karen Sherman who is a practicing uh, psychologist in relationship and lifestyle issues for over 30 years. She is the author of Mindfulness and the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life. Transform Your Life. Oh my gosh, I'm struggling today. Uh, <laughs> uh, Karen is also the co-author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, and Make It Last. Uh, 
Karen also has a set of audio and video tools on her website produced by Karen called Pillars for Partnership. And her website is drkarensherman.com. We have links to her stuff on our website, hitchmag.com. As I mentioned, the social platforms, you can find us across the board on all of them. Um, And if you have any questions, have any thoughts, please leave us a note. We always love hearing from you. Thank you for the reviews that we've been getting. Uh, And I hope you guys have a fantastic holiday season and uh, that will do it for us this week. And so one last time, thank you so much, Karen. Thanks, Steve. All right, that's going to do it. Take care, everybody. 